0: Kate Welsh, and you are listening to Blazer Radio, the voice of Hood College. Good morning, Hood College, coming to you live from the glass-walled studios of Blazer Radio on the third floor of Rosenstock Hall. This is the morning announcements for Monday, September 25th. I'm your host, Chris Nally, class of 2024. Sitting next to my co-host,
1: Ellie Cooper, class of 2025. And running our audio board is?
0: Professor Jacobson, class
2: of 19 something, something, something.
1: (laughs) Last week, we asked you guys, what product did members of the group sponsor during the Er air heyday in the 1970s? We found out that ABBA promoted baby food at one point. Two of the group members. Anna Flaskog and Bjorn Juveles gave birth to a daughter named Linda in 1973. Around the same time, they also signed a deal with a baby food company, Semper. Linda eventually followed in her parents' footsteps and began a, became a singer-songwriter herself.
0: All right, getting into a recap of last week's sports. Before we start the sports report, let's give a shout-out to first-year tennis player, Ann Fry, and graduate student golfer, Sam Driscoll. Who were named Mac Commonwealth Players of the Week. Fry repeated as the Player of the Week as she won her second straight match of the season against Catholic, six to nothing and six to two. Driscoll snagged his honors by carding a career low 36 hole total at the Cardinal Fall Classic at Black Rock Golf Course. Driscoll shot a personal best 71 and a 73 on the date on the second day for the Classic for a total of 144. Congratulations to both student athletes. Pretty sure we can safely say that today will be not be the last time we mention these two.
2: Yeah, I have a feeling um, that we're going to hear the name uh, Ann Fry a lot. <laughs> over, oh, really? Over tennis? Yeah, she's pretty good. She's a mm-hmm. freshman. Really? Yeah, she yeah she's a freshman and has already won her first two outings. Good for her. Like, That's awesome. Um, That's you know, impressive. She's blanking comp- opponents already, so we'll see. <laughs>
1: Well, better late than never. A week ago Sunday, the women's golf team set another new 18-hole and 36-hole records at the Cardinal Fall Classic, hosted by Catholic University at Black Rock Golf Club in Hagerstown, Maryland. If you remember, the ladies broke the previous records for both scores just a week earlier. Mary Emma Goldie broke her own school record, finishing the weekend with an 82 on Saturday and a 78 on Sunday. The two total the. Two-day total of 162, saving saving three strokes off her record. The five-member team of Goldie, Sarah Gables, Katie Driscoll, Gabby Miller, and Julia Shelby finished the weekend with a total score of 344, just one stroke of the record that they sent the previous weekend.
0: However, they were not outplayed by the men's team, who set some new marks of their own. Grad student Sam Driscoll shot a 73 on Saturday and a 71 on Sunday beating his 36-hole record by four strokes that he set at the Cardinals Spring Classic earlier this year. And for the first time in program history, the five-member team of Driscoll, Tanner Leonard, Brady Leonard, Will Kujawa, Patrick Gogarty dipped below the 600 mark with a combined two-day score of 598. Pretty decent numbers by both teams.
2: Most definitely.
1: Offensive woes continued for the women's soccer team on Thursday, Tuesday night as they came up short against Penn State Harrisburg, 1-0 on Thomas Field. The score was tied nothing nothing in the first half. Harrisburg would get on the board for the only goal of the game in the 53rd minute of a pinball-style shot in the box. After an early goal in the first half by your by first-year player Orlando Portillo, men's soccer would give up four straight goals by the visit, by the visiting Eagles of Juanita College on Wednesday evening. It was the eighth loss of the season for the Blazers.
0: In their first conference match of the season, women volleyball would fall in straight sets to Alvernia University, 25-18, to 25-21, 25-19 inside Blazer Arena. First-year player Sammy Bentley led the team with seven kills on the night. Up in Westminster, Maryland field hockey would take the green terror of McDaniel College into overtime after either team put a ball in the goal during regulation. And just 50 seconds after in the overtime period, first-year defender Natalie Boudoir, would find the back of the net for her first goal of the season. It was the second overtime winner for the Blazers and their fifth straight win of the season. The shout-out was, was the third for junior goalkeeper Rachana Brown, who faced nine shots on the night.
2: I listened to that game on the way home from uh, a class down at University of Maryland, and right. I wish they had better announcing. Mm. It was just a lot of screaming, and I didn't know mm-hmm. what
1: was going on. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> Tell me it's
2: overtime. I don't know
1: what's going on. Additionally, women's soccer notched a much-needed win Friday night with a 2-1 win over visiting Marymount University. The Blazers took a two-goal lead into the 88th minute of the game before the Saints netted a rebound and foiling a shutout for goalkeeper Gabby Dolan. Junior Ava Schwartz got the scoring started with just 14 seconds left in the first half. First-year player Adriana Escobar added the winning goal in the 75th minute. Up at the Haven University Invitational on Saturday, sophomore Aileen Noy was busy setting a new program record at 6,000-meter run. Her time of 22 minutes, 49.2 seconds, besting a 10-year-old record set by Alyssa Peterson back in 2013. Noy carved 12 seconds of Peterson's time. On the men's side, Chris Sapp was the Blazers' top finisher on the 8,000 meter course with a time 26 minutes and 29.9 seconds. How long
2: is 8,000 meters? How many miles is that? It's a good question. Chris do math in your head right now.
0: Uh, you're, I'm not the right person <laughs> to do <laughs> <laughs> math in my head. I'm not the right person to do math in general. Uh, on a rainy home, on a, out on a rainy home pitch, men's soccer finally put a dub in their win column with a convincing shutout of the visiting Penn Skate School Hill. Six different players scored in the 7-0 lopsided victory. Sophomore Jackson Quisner netted two goals while senior JP Wyman, sophomore Gibby Fuentes Reyes, and first-year players Ang Simo and Ruben A- Aziman each added on. Good to see the, these guys taste victory. We'll final. get better
2: with those names. They've got to start scoring more goals. The more, we, the more we say their names, the better we'll get at it. <laughs>
1: women's volleyball stayed dry on a rainy saturday losing both of their matchup in a try meet against lancaster bible college and lebanon valley college the ladies fell 25 23 18 25 25 14 and 25 18 to the chargers in the early match and 25 20 25 10 25 18 to flying dutchman in the late match and on senior day Field hockey would make it six straight wins with a convincing 4-0 shutout over Ferrum College. The rainy conditions must have been welcoming for the Blazers as as they outshot Ferrum 14-0. First-year player Bailey Oberholzer scored her first two goals of the season, while junior Hannah Schobach and sophomore Morgan Hackett each netted their first goals of the season. Hood also rotated three goalkeepers over the course of the match with starter Rachana Brown, sharing time with Grace Guy and Emma Prince.
0: In our studio live to talk about Saturday's game and the impressive run of the field hockey team is head coach Carly Shannon. Coach Shannon, welcome to Blazer Radio in the morning announcements.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So um,
2: let's start out with some of these impressive stats. Yes. Uh, that you guys have and hopefully because you're going to correct me if I 'm wrong because you have yours in front of you and I have mine All <laughs> right so uh, eight games so far, um, after dropping the first two games, uh, you're now on a six game win streak. Mm-hmm. So uh, you lost two to one in overtime to Randolph Macon two to one to Elizabethtown College. Yeah, yeah. Um, Over the eight games, you guys have outscored your opponents 17 to six. Uh, but you're tied 76-76 on total shots for and against. Mm, did you know that? That's a stat
3: that? I didn't have written down. Yeah. Wow.
2: I did math. <laughs> uh, opponents keepers have made uh, 31 uh, more saves. Uh, 31 saves, I should say. And hood keepers have made 39 saves. Mm. So your keepers are doing...
3: They're doing their job.
2: She's... Uh, what was it? Brianna? Is uh, having a heck of a Rashanna Brown. Rashawn yeah. Brown, heck mm-hmm. of a season.
3: I actually uh, wrote down a, another little stat for her. Ooh. Her uh, save percentage is .854, which leads the MAC.
2: It. She's yeah. in, on top of the MAC.
3: She's at the. She's in the yeah. first yeah. Slot, slot for the save percentage. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah.
2: I had that on here, but I didn't know she was the, leading the MAC. Yep. Uh, three overtime games, uh, two winners, mm. four shutouts. Uh, and you've only allowed two goals mm-hmm. during the six-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the stat that I think is impressive. Uh, 17 total goals. Uh, Madeline Moreno, uh, who's a first-year defender, has three. Bailey Oberholzer uh, scored her first two goals on uh, of the season on Saturday. Right?
3: Uh, she had a goal in a game before, too. Okay. So she's got. So three. they're both tied with three. Yeah. Yeah. So both freshmen. Both freshmen. Yeah.
2: Um, And four other first-year players each have one, mm-hmm. which means that over half of the team's goals are from first-year players. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. That I, I think that uh, says a lot about somebody's recruiting. Yeah, we we actually who. have
3: six freshmen. So six freshmen, but yeah,
2: over half are from first-year players. Right. So and I know these guys have some questions for you.
0: Uh, Okay, so we have to start with the obvious. This is the first time in program history that the team has had a winning record. I know you and I talked earlier in the year Mm -hmm. about all the changes you've made and all the progress you've made as the head coach over your time here. The win streak might be the longest across all hood sports, which in quite a while. What is the mood of the team knowing that they have set a new benchmark for the field hockey?
3: Pretty good. <laughs> the mood's flying high right now, but um, I want to talk about really quick those first two games that we were talking about before that we lost that by in overtime and then um, by one goal in both of those. I think it was a really big learning curve for us, knowing okay these teams are ranked way ahead of us and we just lost by one goal to them in overtime and then the other wasn't was in regulation. So I think it was really eye opening in both of those games that we were like, oh. We we can do this, and we can continue to win out um, for a lot of games this season and really compete. So I think that that was kind of like the turning point for us.
0: Randolph-Macon's quite a juggernaut in most sports, aren't they? They are, they
3: are. Yeah, a lot of um, ODAC schools are really strong in a lot of sports, but specifically field hockey as well.
1: Nice. I want to bounce off that question. What do you equate this early season success to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think – you know a couple of
3: different things um the first thing is is definitely our returners coming back from last year and from the spring ready to get after it they retained a lot of the things that we learned last year um, especially in that spring season um, and then that in addition to just their leadership and them being so welcoming to the, the freshman class and we brought a transfer into so seven new people um, was really important you have to have that chemistry off the field to be able to compete at, at a high level on the field um, so I would say definitely The returners in that aspect and then you know the the seven new people that we brought in making a really really big impact they're carrying a lot of minutes for our team um, scoring a lot of goals so um, it's it's kind of a mixture of both of those two things
0: i mean you just spoke on chemistry so obviously the freshman class has made a significant impact Mm -hmm. you have you said seven Seven new players, including yeah. one transfer, mm-hmm. six freshmen on the roster. How have they been fitting in with the juniors, seniors, sophomores that have came back?
3: Yeah, really well. I think um, one of the most important things with that is that they were on campus multiple times, hanging out with our team before they got here uh, on you know, move-in day in August. Um, so they got to know each other um, and then they got to know the team as well. And so our very first uh, scrimmage against Bridgewater, they didn't look like freshmen. You know, they fit in with the team very well on the field, very well, you know, off of the field. Um, They hang out often, you know, they, they go to the dining hall together. So it's really important that they're hanging out off of the field as well. Um, And they do that there. We have lots of personalities on our team. Um, And if they're listening right now, they, they know who they are. Um, But uh, honestly, everybody does, does fit into our team very well, just because we have a wide variety of personalities.
1: That's really good. You still have What is it? It's four more games on the schedule for before the MAC conference play begins. What is the plan as you move closer to those important conference games?
3: Yeah, the plan every game is to continue taking it one one game at a time. So we know we're we're getting better every year, but so are other teams. So we never want to go into a game and underestimate anything. So um, we're taking it one game at a time. Um, trying to continue to work on different things, you know, whether it's passing and repositioning, attacking in numbers, redefending, you know, whatever those small goals are each game um, in order to, whenever we get to conference play, it's, it starts on October 7th, um, you know, whenever we get there, it's, it's to be ready for that.
0: I have another quick question mm-hmm. for you. So you guys are obviously killing it out of conference. Who in conference in the, within the MAC are you guys really excited about yes. seeing since you guys have had have had such great success so far.
3: I'm glad you asked. There's people <laughs> on our list. Um, no, but we you know we're really really excited for conference play. So um, there's a couple of teams on our list, but definitely our first game on October 7th is Widener, um, okay. and then Albright um, Eastern, you know, Stevenson's on there. So lots of them, um, our, our conference is really tough. We have two top 10 nationally ranked teams with Messiah and York. Um, so it's, it's a really tough conference, but we would have to be fourth place then to go on to, um, post-season.
0: How do you think you stack up against Messiah and York?
3: We've been playing them better every year. That's so that's good. the goal every year we go in there is to play them better than the year before and to continuing to improve. So we're, we're always excited to play them.
2: Awesome. I don't know what it is about Messiah, but they, they seem to have strong field teams. Their mm-hmm. soccer teams are good. Their field hockey teams their are good. Their soccer
0: teams, a women's, uh, they're a powerhouse. They like make the national yeah, championship like, every year. Yeah.
2: I don't know what they're doing up there. Yeah. Yeah. The the question I have um so you guys streak started um right around the same time that uh the Hood College broadcasting students came out and did a mic'd up video. Mm. Do you think by having Braden and Chris on the field had something to do with the uh, with the streak? Oh,
3: you 100%. <laughs> yes,
0: 100%.
2: <laughs> that that vibe of like having half-asleep videographers out there at 6.30 in the morning.
3: <laughs> no, we loved it. It was great. Come back anytime.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Might have to, I guess. Yeah. We're going to have to revisit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a guys... list of
3: people that we can mic up.
2: Oh. oh. Nice. Maybe a guys, coach during the game. I guess game. we need oh, boy. more video. Huh? And how would you feel about that?
3: I could do it. We could do it.
2: Are you talkative on the sidelines? Are you like a yes. big yeller screamer?
3: Yeah. Really talkative. Um, no bad words come out of my mouth, though. so
2: That's good. We could We could can really, really
3: mic me up. <laughs> Yeah.
2: So um, what what players have you kind of looked at so far that have really kind of maybe uh, impressed you or have made contributions that you weren't expecting them to make? Yeah. Whether it's first year or veteran players.
3: Yeah, I would say um, overall the first years came in um, ready to like get after it um so you know we could tell you know a lot of the team did their summer workout packets they were ready to go they knew you know this is our year to really kind of jump up in all the standings rankings you know matchups against each team um but specifically you know I could tell that um, the freshmen, they were ready to come in and to, to start and do the things that we were asking of them. Um, and, you know, I already knew our returners were coachable because, you know, they've been here. But um, I think the freshmen were very coachable as well during um, preseason, which allowed us to really kind of get a jump start yeah. on being able to focus on bigger picture things.
2: Very cool. When's the next game?
3: Tomorrow, home game, 6 p.m.
2: All right. Blazer Nation,
3: gotta show up. Gotta show up. It's our all hood, all blue, so
2: oh, gotta show go. up. Now you really have to show yeah. up. Yeah, really got to get out there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's at six.
3: Yeah, it's at six. Yep. Who right. do you guys play? We play Goucher. Nice. Yeah.
2: How's, how, what's the?
3: It should be a good game. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good game. Again, like all teams, they're getting better every year with us too, and they just they had a coaching change last year, so um, I'm really excited. Should be a good game.
2: Excellent. Awesome. Anything else you want to add?
3: No, I think that's it. Come out, support, say hi to the girls on campus. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And how was, who was it, uh, was it Hannah or Olivia that got the knock in in the chin?
3: Oh, it was um Hannah, Hannah. Olivia. Yeah, I saw out. her.
2: I said, "I said, good thing there, and not like another oh, three inches up, like right in the uh, right Oof. in the teeth." That I know that.
3: Yeah, not the first time that someone's been hit in the face at practice. <gasps> at oh, it was in practice. Oh, oh yeah. I thought it was in the
2: game.
3: <laughs> no, nope, it was a. Yeah, it happens in practice.
2: Self-inflicted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. But All we right. get
3: after at practice. So what? What can we do?
2: It's true. <laughs>
3: they bounce back pretty well. Yes. <laughs> Resilient.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. For coming in. And uh, like I said, everybody get out and, uh, and support field hockey and all the other uh, hood sports that yes. are out there. They appreciate it every single time. Absolutely. Cool. Thank you.
0: All right. So around the quad on Monday, September 25th, remember to tune into Blazer Radio this evening for another guest or another episode of the Kearney Talk Show. This week I'm guessing they will be talking about another – Grid, oh, Gridiron Injury. Come and on, possibly Chris. It's broken into two words on the script. What do you want me to do? And possibly the Baltimore Orioles clinching an MLB playoff berth. Before that, you could head to WIT 220 at 5 p.m. for the InterVarsity Christian Fellowship's weekly Bible study session. And today is Yom Kippur, the holiest of Jewish holidays for those not in the know. The day is set aside as a day uh, for ad- atonement and repentance.
1: And on Tuesday, September 26th, Do you need a boost in your day? How about a shot in the arm? If so, wander over to the WIT atrium between noon and 4 p.m. for a COVID and flu vaccine clinic. See what we did there? Just make sure you bring a copy of your insurance card if you want to get stuck.
2: (laughs) Everybody should get stuck, (laughs) whether you like it or not. Let's stay COVID-free and flu-free.
1: Yes. Do you need or want a library card? If so? Head to the Learning Commons between 3 and 6 p.m. to get one from representatives of Hood County Public Libraries. There will be free giveaways and free food. Bubble soccer is also back. Get your foot gear in gear and meet, the, meet on the quad in front of D Hall at 6 p.m. for some fun, full-body contact soccer.
2: Have you ever done bubble soccer?
1: No, but I've seen them do it.
2: Can't say I have? No. <laughs> oh, for 3. Okay. i got to get some, uh, some photos of that. Yes,
1: video. we are capping off the day or capping off the day is a general interest meeting for those interested in joining the SGA Student Government Association.
0: All right. On Wednesday, September 27th, we have a new but old show debuting on Blazer Radio Wednesday morning. Podcaster James Fay will be bringing back his popular sideline show to Blazier, Blazer Radio family every other Wednesday at 10 a.m., if you don't know, the Sideline podcast is the show where James interviews injured Hood College athletes about their road back from the sidelines to the lineup. On it's thir- a great podcast, by the
2: way. Oh, really? James does a really good job. Yeah, I think that he did he do one of the Shybach twins coming back from uh, knee surgery. He may have. Last semester, I think he did.
1: Wow. On Thursday, September 28th, ever heard of Zetero? Us either, but apparently Zotero is an open source citation management application that can help you keep track of sources, create citations as you write, generate a formatted bibliography in a variety of styles and more. And there's a workshop in the Learning Commons on Thursday at 3 p.m. Sounds like a cool application. At 6 p.m., Head to Alumni 309 to decorate note cards with positive and creative messages for the blessings in a backpack. You've heard of karaoke, but how about queer Not much difference between the two. Pick out your favorite tune, jump up on stage, and sing your heart out. The out-of-pitch party starts at 7 p.m. in Witt Commons. All right.
2: What's your favorite go-to karaoke song, Ellie?
1: Anything Abba. Ooh. Dancing Queen.
0: Okay. We did this last year for VMP one. We did. What's yours, Chris? Carly ray Jepsen. Call me, maybe.
1: Yes,
2: <sighs> Coach. What's you got? A, you got a go-to karaoke song? I would say "Love Story" Taylor Swift that we Lots of crowd um, participation. What is it?
3: "Love Story" by uh, Love Taylor story. Swift.
2: Are you a swifty
3: I enjoy her, but I'm all about the crowd participation. Okay. You know, in karaoke. <laughs> yes.
2: How about what? you? Uh, mine would probably be, um, Kid Charlemagne by Steely Dan. Ooh.
0: I was going to say you're not getting off that easy. No.
2: (laughs) It's either that or The Pretender by Jackson Brown. Gotcha. Oh, um, hold on. What do you think about the rumors between, uh, uh, Taylor and
3: You know, he was, she was sitting Mm -hmm. with his mom the other day. In the box yesterday. yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm. So they could be true.
2: That just seems like an odd pairing to me. I don't know why. (laughs) Look at me good for them though
1: (laughs) (laughs) for this weekend start the weekend off on a good note with a free concert by the encore chamber winds ensemble in kaufman chapel reads start flickering at 3 p.m and did we mention that it's free free.
0: all right the downtown breakdown on thursday head to the maryland ensemble theater for angels in america part two paris (laughs) perestroika thank you the second installment of Tony Kushner's Pulitzer Prize-winning Mag- magnum opus, which has left an incredible mark on the world theater. This compelling drama delves in delves I believe that's supposed to be dives. Dives deeper no, delves. delves deeper into the lives, struggles and triumphs of the diverse cast of characters against the backdrop of 1980s AIDS epidemic. With unflinching honesty, the production confronts social and political issues that remain relevant even today. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets for students are $15.
1: If world dancing is your groove, you need to experience the Tabalo Flamingo at the New Spire stage on Friday. This colorful and vibrant troupe brings a fresh approach to the Night of Flamingo, transforming the theater into an intimate nightclub like those found in Andalisa, Spain. Enjoy an evening of dynamic performance, improvisation, and passionate music delivered by a cast of the most sought-after, award-winning flamingo dancers in the U.S. and Europe. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets will run you $35. Not a bad deal. No,
0: not at all. Mm. On Saturday, it's more dancing, this time with the Weinberg Center. Get ready for a night of enchanting stories with the World Ballet Series, Cinderella. This is, all, this is for all ages. Oh, this all ages show combines a dose of humor and the majesty of classic ballet, the promise of happily ever after. A multinational cast of 40 professional ballet dancers gathered to bring the most celebrated fairy tale to life. A visually stunning production accompanied by Sergei Prokofiev's passionate, celebrated score, over the 150 hand sewn, radiant costumes, richly detailed, handcrafted sets and sparkling choreography by Marina Kessler. The Magic gets underway at 7 p.m. Tickets are $50. All right. You going to go, Chris? I
2: mm-hmm. feel like that's your jam. A little Cinderella. Oh, a little yeah, bell. for
0: sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Top of my list this weekend. All right. All right. Trick You got me all messed up now. A quick <laughs> trivia question of the week. Who won the first football World Cup, and what year was it in?
2: I completely got that one wrong.
0: Any guesses? Anybody else?
2: I don't know. Is there a, is there a field hockey World Cup? I'm assuming there is, right?
3: Um, it's mostly just Olympics and um, they play, they, you know, they have like the Pan Am and like yeah. some other things, but it's real big in soccer. Football, sorry. Football. <laughs> football. <laughs>
0: football. It's okay. You didn't bother anyone except Jacobson.
2: No, I call it soccer.
0: American.
1: Conformist. Oh. <laughs> and now it is time for the whether you like it or not report for this week monday has a high of 67 low of 56 tuesday is a high of 62 low of 53 wednesday is 63 and 52 thursday's high is 67 and low of 56 friday is 64 low of 58 and then Saturday and Sunday have highs of 72 and 74 and lows of 52 and 56.:
2: Perfect week.:
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty nice.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: that is our show for the day. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to tune in to the Grooney Talk show tonight at 6:30. If you have an event you would like us to promote on a future show, send an email with all the details to Blar at hood.edu.:
0: I'm your host, Chris Nally.
1: and I' am Ellie Cooper.
0: And
2: I'm Professor Jacobson. Thank you again to Coach Carly Shannon for coming on the show. Very much appreciated. Have a great week, everybody.